Welcome to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, brought to you by Renty and the PMC. A conversation between passionate property management specialists and guests leading up to the PMC conference on the 14th and 15th of November. Hosted by David Faulkner, Harrison Vaughn, and Will Alexander, and powered by Renty, who just want to make renting enjoyable. And welcome to the penultimate show of the season for the uh, Alternative Property Management Show. We have only got two weeks to go to the PMC 2022 at Tapapa in Wellington. I cannot wait. I'm getting excited. We've got so many great speakers, and I've got one of them with me in the show here today, Will Alexander, usual uh, host or co-host on the Alternative Property Management Show, the CEO of Renty, and Harrison Vaughan, who will be on the panel for the property management discussion, which will be facilitated by, by Joanne Ray of the Real Estate Institute. Harrison, the director of Tommy's Property Management in Wellington, also with me on the show today. Kia ora, guys. How are we doing? Good, thanks. Very good. Really good, Dave. Great, great. Super. Okay, so um, lots going on around um, the traps in property management at the moment. Uh, Will, what's your week been like since we last spoke? What have you been up to? Where are you? It looks like you're back in your uh, little booth there at uh, Auckland at the Renty office. That's right. Yes, up in Auckland at the moment. And... uh, um, yeah, look, uh, just starting to think about the PMC conference and ideas and suggestions. Um, had a really good meeting with Ryan's today, which is exciting. They've got um, lots of good, positive changes happening there. Um, and uh, really, really good, actually. A really new, fresh look um, and all that sort of stuff. So excited for them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, our team's going well. We just spent three hours this afternoon talking about all the businesses that we're going to tackle so and uh, try and bring on. So we're pumped. Good, good, good. good. And, and, yeah. and, and one of the issues that you had last week was that uh, some of your guys were down there in Wellington with Harrison and they'd spent too much money on alcohol. Um, did, you see the, did, right. did you get the credit card statement? I did, and I am sending it down to Harrison. Um because he's in real estate and new real estate agents make truckloads of money. So, um, so uh, yeah, expect the bill to come in the mail. I think we've chosen the cheap beers. There's yes. nothing... well, it's not about the cost of the beer, it's the volume of the beer yeah. that you guys drink. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Harrison is making truckloads of money as well, apparently, as well. So, yeah, he wasn't drinking oh, beer. He, he was on champagne last week, wasn't he? So... Uh, yeah, it was. And, and Addison, was. Addison, how's your week been? I mean, yesterday was Melbourne Cup Day. That's a, traditionally a big day down there at Tommy's, a big horse racing Huge crew. Huge day, at- you know, horses yeah. run through Tommy's blood down here. So we were at the pub from about midday onwards. Um, so half day yesterday, it was, was really good, money up, you know, positive. Um, but other than that, yeah, only sort of one day on the tools this week, sort of a heavy admin day, months end, you know, 1st of November, so it's the, it's the usual, all the accounts and all the owners coming back at you, questioning everything left, right and centre. So, no, I mean, it's been a good start to November so far. I mean, that's a, it's a busy day for you, working half a day. That's what you did on Melbourne Cup Day. That's, uh... <laughs> so, you make it sound like I don't lift a finger at all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. With good reason. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, so he have worked, haven't you? Oh, he's he's look, it's just delegation. He's he's got it down to a T. Um, delegation king. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. we're now in the month of the PMC. Will have you worked out what you're going to talk about yet? Kind of. Yes, I um, I did something recently when I thoroughly enjoyed talking about it and um, the makings of, of a successful property management business um, with a splattering of technology and some stuff for the future. Um, and uh, yeah, something along those lines. I don't know if that is landing yep. well with yeah, that's guys, landing. But, that's landing. I think um, that's good. Yeah. Mm. I, I really enjoyed talking about it, actually, and, and uh, you know, it's amazing what you pick up. Um, is, you know, I think all of us have been quite lucky in that we have had a lot of exposure to, you know, branches within the businesses that we work in, but, you know, great operators around the country. And it's amazing what you absorb over the years and, you know, the, what, what stands out and what makes a good branch. And um, um, I enjoy talking about that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's actually really simple. Um, when you boil it down to what makes a good branch. But I think something like that, but I've got some wickedly exciting technology ideas yeah. that is going to pretty much throw everyone. All right. And, and what was it like at Property Scouts? Because you did, you spoke at their conference um, in the Hawke's Bay last week. Saw a picture of you there That's with right. uh, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, no, I loved it. Really, really good. Great, great group of people, actually, and and uh, doing good stuff. Property Scouts, they're growing. They're doing good things. They've got very good operators around New Zealand and great bunch of people. Really enjoy uh, Ryan's company. He's doing good stuff. So, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, okay. And, and RPMA, how does that compare to the real estate? That's the Residential Property Management Association. How does that compare to the Real Estate Institute? Because Ryan's quite heavily involved in that. Is, is, is it just much of a muchness, or do they have a real point of difference at all? I have no idea. Yeah, well, that speaks volumes, I suppose, really, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they... I know what Ryan's does. I actually don't know what they do, and, and that's not... Well, I thought they'd shut down. I didn't know RPMA was still around. No, no, no. That's Steve. They, 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 they did quite a few webinars and stuff. So, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of, to me, the, the very, they look very similar. I mean, maybe it's a topic for another debate sometime or one of our discussions is, is you know, do we need more than one um, industry body or, you know, and, and that could be a good discussion. But yeah, anyway, that's not for today. Today, what we're going to be talking about, a couple of things on the agenda. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk to you something um, today that, that, that's happened with us at Property Brokers uh, around Tenancy Compliance Investigation Team and prices on for rent signs. And also we will be talking about market rents. We're seeing a few cases uh, appear in the news <clears throat> around tenants kicking back on, on rent increases and whether the law, which defines what market rent is and, and the, whether the law, the wording needs to change around what the law is, because at the moment, the law, it's very, very vague. It just says that you can't charge substantially more than market rent. And, um, well, if someone's paying X amount of dollars, um, well, that's market rent, and they're prepared to pay for it. And in some cases, you're seeing tenants who've not had a rent increase for a, say, two, three years, you've had a, pro- a landlord who's been a little bit slack or they want to look after the tenants, and then they realise the $100, $150 below where the market is, and then they're giving these poor tenants um, rent increases, 
which are quite substantial. I mean, should do, do we need to change the wording? Will, I'll come to you first. Should there be, and I'm not talking about rent controls per se, but um, we're talking about a cap on how much as a percentage may be, you can increase rents by. What's your thoughts, Will? Or should we just status quo, leave it as it is? I'm not surprised that we're having this conversation and I think it's going to become even more prevalent um, uh, as things get tougher out there. Um, uh, I like the idea of a percentage, um, potentially, um, dead against market or, or, or capping or restricting rent increases, but I think one of the benefits of a percentage of a rent increase is it will create good habits. Um, and, you know, if you are neglecting to do it regularly, um, then, you know, eventually you're going to have to do a big correction, which is what is difficult, you know, doing increasing the rent by a significant amount, 100 bucks or whatever it is, um, is really hard to absorb for people. And so I think a percentage is healthy because it would keep it regular. So, um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, that's my, my, my take on it. Okay, Addison, what's your thoughts? Yeah, very similar view there to Will. We, we actually do a whole lot of like multi-year tenancies where tenants are signing up to three to five years. And it's common for us to put a rent review, annual rent review clause in there of, you know, um, in line with the consumer price index or three to four percent or something along those lines. So, and we tend to do that a lot in some of our commercial leasing as well. So mm. I think it's just a perception that landlords need to stop thinking about increasing stuff in dollars. And like you say, well, we need to change to increasing things in percentages. We charge in percentages as property managers. And yeah, I think if we start making it where rents are going up a little amount, but regularly, then no one should majorly fall behind and no tenant should be up for a $100 increase all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, if you, if you, if you crunch the numbers, right, so the average rent across New Zealand is roughly 500 bucks, give or take. Um, uh, 10% is 50, 5% is 25, um, a 5% increase on 500 per week, you know, 525, that sounds pretty reasonable to me. I mean, um, you're not talking big percentages. I get that a 5% increase on a larger rent is quite a lot more, but um, I think there is, there is a, 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 there's a win-win there somewhere, a yeah. fair sort of, a fair spot. <clears throat> I mean, the risk, I mean, as we look next year, when we've got to start to see a lot of, um, I mean, I was just listening to the radio, driving home today, and, and, and um, they're talking about, what could happen with property prices and could drop even further. And, and there's a real fear that we're going to see a lot of potentially in 2023 mortgagee sales as interest rates, your mortgages are almost going to double. There's, there's, there's no doubt that some landlords who may be in that area are going to find themselves, my God, we've got to try and recover as much of this as we yeah. can. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite frightening, really, what could happen next year. And, and it could be a good time to just revisit what the law states, because all it states is that you cannot charge substantially more than what market rent is. Well, um, what what defines substantial? Is it 5%? Is it 10%? What is it? And, and so having something around, you know, CPI or, or whatever it may be, is, is, I think it's not beyond, it's not unreasonable. And as you say, Will, 
it makes us develop good practices. So what we're saying, something a little bit more like a commercial lease and rent reviews on a commercial lease. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, there's, there's, I was just <clears> going to say there's some really good um, uh, crossover there with the commercial sector and, you know, whether you are um, factoring in future rent increases into the, you know, not, you know, you do that as a, within the lease or, or a CPI, there's more than enough information out there now to determine what is fair. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, you know, the, the whole RTA revolves around intent, right? And, and you know, if you're always doing what's fair and you're using the data and increasing it to what could easily be justified, then um, then that's fair. It's equivalent to a CPI. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts yeah, on I that? Yeah, I mean, we've just done... Go on, Alison. I was going to say, Dave, I've just done a 10-year lease on a gym and there is a rent review every two years and they've already gone in and stipulated what the monthly rent will be. But there's a clause in there in case the market changes drastically and both parties can mutually come to an agreement to you know, differ from this predetermined amount. So I think, I mean, if you were moving into a house, Dave, wouldn't you like to know that, oh. you know, the next rent increases for the next five or 10 years? Oh, you'd, you'd, you'd like to think so and and, yeah. and and if you look at i mean we have talked about this in the past i mean market rent or, or what the average rents have been is you look at the um tenancy services data which goes back as far as 1993 i think the average increase per mm. annum i worked it out it's about four percent just over four percent now interestingly in the last four years um big difference it, it's gone close to six seven percent however Auckland has only increased at around about 3.5% per annum, right? Now, Auckland makes up one-third of the rental markets in New Zealand. Now, I did a LinkedIn post showing this graph of comparing Gisborne versus Auckland and what's happened with rents in Gisborne versus Auckland. Gisborne's gone up, I think it's about 15 16% per annum. Um, you know, huge... Oh, yeah, I mean, Gisborne's now is, is as expensive to rent in Gisborne as it is in Christchurch, where the free market capital, the free market capitalist in me says, well, if you just leave it to the market, it seems to correct itself eventually. Um, and if you build enough stock, you control rents in that manner and you may not need to have um, clauses or changes in the RTA. But, you know, we I do accept that, you know, it's not nice for some tenants who are experiencing some shocks at the size of the rent increases, even though they are still below um, market rent. Now, which kind of leads us on to the, the next topic. So today, I received a phone call, and I won't name the branch and I won't name where, and it was from a, um, someone from the Tenants Compliance, an investigation officer, from, and I have to say, she was very polite and very professional. And we had a really good discussion because somebody had complained that we didn't have the price stated on our for rent sign in a particular branch. Now, my philosophy on this is just put the signs up. I mean, who cares? Is it really upsetting tenants to... If someone can show me how this is... Um, I don't know. Um, you know bullying tenants or being, you know, smashing down on tenants' rights. Um, I don't see this being an issue at all. You know, the law states that you've got to display the advert, the price on the advert, and we do that on, on the website. You can see it very clearly. And we have to keep a copy of the advert for 12 months 
after the tenancy. So to not have the price on a for rent sign to me is is hardly um, you know preying on tenants, and we're going to have auctions outside um, with rent bidding going on outside rental properties. So the compliance officer phoned me up about this and said, "Look, you know I understand that you know you, you've, you've basically given a directive not to put prices on for rent signs." I said, no, "I've not done that. I've just bas- I've basically said." Um, to, uh, to to property managers, look, you do not have to, in my opinion, put a, a price, if you want to, by all means do so, but I'm not going to make you do it. You, if you want to just put the forensic sign up, put, put the forensic sign up. Anyway, we got into a lengthy discussion, where I, and in the end, I just basically said, look, I am not going to tell my property managers to put a price on a forensic sign. All right? If you want to take us to Tenancy Tribunal, you feel free. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and and I'm more than happy, and I'm more than happy. David now sits and awaits the yeah. order to arrive. And, and, and I mean, look, they they can they can issue an infringement fee, but I've said, look, if you do that, we'll challenge it. Mm. You know, or you can. So just, if you don't hear anything back, I mean, what does that sort of mean? Yeah, to me, it means well, that they've just looked at it and gone too hard. Let's not bother. There's bigger things to worry about, which there is. I I think what you've done is healthy and, and, you know, you've got to challenge these things to get an understanding of the interpretation of the law. And um, I remember when liability of damage came out and we had had an issue around what was fair wear and tear and what was damage and what was intentional, all that sort of stuff. And I encouraged the property manager, I was like, let's take it to the tribunal. I'm, I'm... genuinely interested in how yeah. does this land what's the interpretation and i think good on you i mean um i i i not i you know i wish you all the best obviously but i do hope you get taken to the tribunal <laughs> <laughs> and uh be fascinated to so, hear what well, the outcome is because so, so do i so do i yeah, yeah, i want to go because sure, i want to sure find out right. <laughs> yeah yeah dave's ready for a fight <laughs> yeah but but it's it's healthy right it is healthy because the rta is so vague and it is vague for a reason and it's up to um, interpret, uh, interpretation and, and it gives people the ability to make, you know, subjective decisions. But, um, I mean, that whole thing on the for rent signboard, it's, it's I, I mean, uh, the practicality of it is is not really that good. It doesn't, doesn't it, I mean, you can change the numbers for God's sake. I mean, you know, look at all the people ram rating. I think they'd get a lot of kicks out of, turning uh, rent numbers around the wrong way and all that sort of stuff. But um, well, it, well, it happens, Will. Um, it happens. I mean, I was down in Wellington uh, with my daughter when we did that like little video of that cameo. And I took a video. It was a Harcourt's for rent sign. They had the price on. And someone removed the yeah. middle figure, so it ended up being $50. So, well, there you go. You know. <laughs> well, there you go. So, so that's that practical application. Yeah. What, what, how does this actually land in the industry? And, um, you know, I mean, the, the section in the Act, again, is a little bit ambiguous. It's, what, 22F or something like that. Very um, good, Will. Very good. Was, oh, yeah, well, you did mention it 10 minutes ago. Oh, so, okay. Um, He's listening. Uh, <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, but but uh, you know, the, that's pretty vague. It's on advertisements, and um, so you know, and, and where really, when is this ever challenged? And you know, yeah. where are the cases where this has been an issue of 
um, people getting charged more rent because the full rent sign didn't say what it was. I mean, <laughs> is this really a problem? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just looking for work. Well, I don't know. I'll I, I tell you what I think, Alison. This is what I think's happened. Because he phones and goes, a member of the public has complained. And I said... It's not the public. It's not the, the. I said it's not the public. A competitor. It's a, I said it's a competitor, and I said the only people yeah. who are going to complain are competitors, and they're probably compet- the public don't even know they that it's even a requirement or a supposed requirement. Yeah, they said they won't. You know? Yeah, and I said, look, what's probably happened here? I, I, I've got to choose my words carefully here. That that you know, this competitor is probably paying for some advice. The advice they've been given is like, well, why don't you just, you know, they've complained about us and they've gone, well, why don't you just complain to Tennessee Compliance Investigation Team? We've spoken to them and this is what they've sold us. And, um, yeah. So... Well, in fairness, though, you know, um, if uh, if one if that company, whoever it is, is following the rules and going out of their way to do it and, you know, and you guys aren't... Um, uh, I suppose you know, just put myself in their shoes. Is fair? Is that fair? I mean, when someone's trying, to, I mean, you know, just trying to look at all pers- yeah. perspectives here. Yeah, I'm always one to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. You know, we 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 just put QR codes on them that redirect people to the rentee page on uh, rentee, yeah, yeah. and on there we've obviously got the price. Yeah, Everyone's got a phone now, and after COVID, we all know how to scan the QR codes. And that's what we've started yeah. doing. And that's what and that's what I said to him. Said, look, you know, and my argument to the lady was, look, yeah. we've now, so, you know, for property brokers, we've got off, we've got properties which could be forty five minutes from the branch. Um, oh, and, and say it's on State Highway 1 or whatever, it's quite prominent, you want the sign to display the property. Now, if there's a, we've seen a slowdown in the market, and if you, what, am I going to have to go out there every week, maybe, or every fortnight, and two-hour round trip, uh, burning emissions with fuel, wasting time, just to peel off a sticker and put on another sticker? It's, a, it, it's just, it's madness. I'd said to her, it said it's, it's Nanny State. Is that Russell? Is that Russell? <laughs> Russell's back from, from Yorkshire. How is the Yorkshireman? Yeah. He's good. He's good. Sorry, everyone. Bring um, him Russell, in. Russell, the founder of Rentie, has been pulling faces at me in my booth. Yeah. Um, but as you were, David, my apologies. Oh, he's all right. <laughs> he's all right. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, Addison, you recently rented out a house on um, in Tower, which I'm quite familiar with. I didn't recall. Oh, yeah, one of those real crappy streets in Tower. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not recall seeing the price on the for rent sign. <sighs> no, no, and there, there definitely would not have been a price on the for rent sign. We've never, ever put a price on our for rent signs. And it, it's really weird because, I mean, you think about other other industries that are regulated, like the real estate industry, and they're not required to put no. their buyer inquiry price on their signs. And to me, that industry has far more regulation than us. So why are we being forced to to put a price on a sign? And coming back to the um, Section 22F, um, an advertisement, a, a for rent sign is not an advertisement. It's part of the marketing, but it's not the advertisement. It's like the photos in the ad. You don't have the price in the corner of every photo as you scroll through. So, yeah, to me, I think they're clutching at straws there, Dave, with you. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I ask, 
is there a problem? I mean, when they brought out this amendment to the Act, um, they must have had evidence to suggest that because uh, um, rents went on for rent signboards, there has been mm. a lot of um, people bidding and all that sort of stuff. Surely they had the evidence to back up that change. I'd imagine it's private landlords, wouldn't it be, no. with their little A4, A4 piece of paper? I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. And, and you were at the conference, you were at his conference last week, Ryan Weir. So he used to be part of Walker Weir, right? Now, I don't know if he was still involved with, but they, they went through a phase where they decided to instigate rent bidding. They did auctions for rental properties. I remember, yes. And of course, this caused outrage at the time of the then housing yeah. minister, uh, Phil Twyford. Now, the Walker side of Walker Way, is it Hamish Walker? He went on to be a very short-lived national MP, and I think he's apparently he's quite a successful real estate agent now. Um, but that's why they introduced the display, the price, is because we got into the situation where this one company was doing rent bidding. Now, the free market capitalist thing, you would be saying, well, fair enough, if someone's prepared to pay, that's market rent. Well, it was seen as exploiting um, tenants, and to a degree, you you could argue that yeah, a lot of you know tenants who can't afford to buy, they're in a situation where they have to rent, and ethically, it probably isn't the right thing to do. Uh, but that's where the law change came from. Uh, it came from that. Yeah. Fascinating. It's it's uh it's a fun, I mean look to, to I mean Ryan's a great guy and he's a yeah. good operator and, and uh, you know I guess if there was no law and it was a new concept, you know, good on them for trying it. But, oh, if uh, it wasn't illegal, I would have given it a go. To me, it's a it's a fantastic way to maybe um well and in a very competitive market, you know, obviously in a slow market, it's not going to work. Well, the only flaw with it, guys, though, is the person that can pay the most and bid the most is that not that is that necessarily the best tenant? Exactly. And, well, no, yeah, you definitely you definitely exactly. do your credit checks and everything, and, as, and as you can't know, pick it based on price. No, as we all know, it's uh, you know the right person. The meth cook will pay the most for any house. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, re I remember a guy walking into the city branch when I was a property manager at Barford and Thompson in 2009, 2008, and he had a roll of hundreds. And this is on Christmas Eve, and he's like, I need that apartment that I had a penthouse for rent. And um, I was savvy enough back then to read between the lines and didn't do it, but that's a perfect example of where, you know, the wrong people pay too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I've got no problem with the law saying that you've got to display the the price. It's just the interpret. It's just their interpretation as like, oh, you've got to have it on every single thing that advertises the property is just ludicrous. I mean, yes. if, if you think about it from a practical point of view, if because I think it's section one two three a states that I have to uh, or we have to keep a copy of the advert for twelve months after the end of the tenancy. I mean, we're going to have warehouses full of for rent sites oh, with, the, with the prices on them. And we have to keep them for, you know, it's ridiculous. See, we don't even put the address on our sign, so you wouldn't even know no. what it's, it relates to. Oh, it's just bloody ridiculous. It's nanny states. I, I, I have to say um, our bill for AWS is going up and up and up. 
AWS, obviously, Amazon Web Services yeah. uh, database for those listening that are not too sure what that is. It's where we store all our data and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's going up for sure. Yeah. I mean, yes, we're growing, but I think it's also because we're storing a lot of information. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know, I mean, it could be weeks. I mean, I may never hear from them again. And if I don't hear from them again, I'm, I'm presuming that they've just gone. Oh, this is case closed. Case closed. It's in the two ad basket. We're not going to argue. Write an article this. about it, Dave. How you beat them? Yeah. Well, it's not a case of beating them. It's a case of just, you know, look, guys. You know, can we have a little bit of common sense at play here, please? You know, it, it's it's not it's not um, uh, you know plagiarising or it's not picking on tenants or we're not screwing tenants here it's just a case of it's practical common sense um mm. if they decide that no nah, there's a case here i'd say fine take us and let's let's argue it in the tribunal and let an adjudicator make the ruling if the adjudicator makes the ruling I'll, um, against i'll us. drive up to the public gallery for that one yeah and, and the other thing i said to him is you know we're not i don't believe we're committing an unlawful act because there's no intent on us breaching the rta here I'm interpreting the RTA different from what you guys are interpreting the RTA. And, um, yeah, so we'll we'll have to wait and see the outcome of that, you know? Watch this. Nice. Gosh, I hope they're listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I do, but... Um, uh, if you can be the next Osaki on Rent Signs. Oh, God. No. It's just an interesting yeah. discussion, though, isn't it? It is. It is. It is fascinating. It is really interesting, and it is because it is the the environment that we're working in at the moment and living in. Sorry, as well. You know, every dollar counts, and it's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. So, um, I guess this is why they're policing it. Yeah, uh, and I just, you know, it's about if you believe. You know, sometimes you're just going to say, "Now, line in the sand." We disagree with you, and you know, we're prepared to have it out. Not have it out. Have it out. Like, but. You know, we'll di- we'll disagree, and we stand our ground. Anyway, you know that that's the the two topics. Anything else that you've got coming up, guys? That uh, Addison, what's it been like in your world in Wellington? What's the market like down there? Market's quite interesting at the moment. We're we're seeing inquiry wise, we are getting a massive influx of people from overseas. Um, I'm working with about ten families at the moment coming from. Um, Whereas it's South Africa, Middle East and Europe, all looking to move here and be living here by essentially Christmas and having jobs starting early next year. So it looks like the flow on effects from the borders opening a couple of months ago, you know, we're starting to, starting to be realised and seen here in the city, which is good. Um, and we have noticed... Just in the last couple of weeks, the number of active rentals here in Wellington started creeping back up. So in the peak of winter, we got to about 1,200. We got right that's, down that's to high. about that's 550, high. 600. Oh, so, so high. Yeah. And now, just as of yesterday, we were sitting in the eight high 800s again. Right. So it's gone up about 200 rentals in the last you know month or so. Could this be, um, could this be sales moving to the rental market? Yeah, lots of sales moving to the rental market. Um, and I think, doesn't it also align with the end of those COVID, um, what were those COVID tenancy protections that ended about a year ago or 14 months ago? Yeah, I, I mean, would they have any impact on this? Yeah. Well, because then lots of people would have re-signed their lease for 12 months and they would have just ended or just come up for renewal. 
and and what they may be doing some of them may now if price is dropping um, with with real estate maybe the they've got enough equity to get back into the market for but who knows with high yeah, interest yeah, rates. Yeah, no, we definitely do. Lots of, um, just in the last couple of weeks, we've started getting a lot more inquiries from first-home buyers. I've been talking to a few of the agents up there and it is it is starting to look good. We had the biggest, um, biggest list of new properties. We've had 40 new properties come on the real estate market this week. Right, right. And that's the most we've had in a single week in, in months. Right. That's fantastic. Right. It's good news. So it's a good sign, good sign for spring. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And Will, what have you got well, planned for the rest of the year, mate? Rest of the year? Well, I, I uh, was just about to um, say, I'm, I'm bloody excited to hear um, the Minister of Housing speak. At the, well done, you guys, for getting Megan Woods uh, to, to throw her head in the ring. Um I'm pretty excited about that. That's uh, I, I love. I don't love politics, but I love a good conversation. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's going to be fascinating, isn't it? It's going to be really good. You guys have done so well there. So uh, that's pretty short term, long term, medium term. Um, yeah, really focused on product, getting out product releases. Uh, got lots of tweaking internally, making our business run a little bit better. Um, doing some good stuff to the product, so around uh, uh, change of tenant, amendment of tenant, um, uh, all that kind of stuff, making that easy, and focusing on a massive 2023, so doing some really exciting stuff with Trade Me. They're a bunch of awesome guys and girls, um, and, uh, yeah, just looking okay. forward to 2023. All right, well, we'll wrap it up. Next week we'll do a preview of the conference because it'll be a week away, and we'll have a look at each of the speakers, and, and we'll... Uh, that's what we'll do next week, and uh, and that will be our last show um, for 2022. But you know, if, if Will's keen and Addison's keen, we can look at continuing these in in 2023. And uh, yeah, we get Why good not? feedback on these, and people seem to enjoy them. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. I don't see guys. any reason to stop. No, neither do I. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Right. All right, well, pass on my regards to, to Russell. When you you, yes. you 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 see him, um, great guy. Russell. Yeah, apologise for the uh, beers on the visa. You can do that for me, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, all good. Money well spent, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. All right, and uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Cheerio. See Sounds you guys. Cheers. See you guys for tuning in to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, powered by Renty and the PMC.